It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel, Simon Marcel. Uh, the accent is French. Welcome to the rendezvous. You know, it's it's a great part of my life to be able to connect with you every night. And I mean, especially now, uh, I'm home alone with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis. Check him out on the rendezvousshow.com page. And um, I look forward with my team. We're all in different places, all home. And uh, we we get together on the phone and, and all that, and we prepare the show. And I'm very grateful to have a job uh, and, and grateful for you for uh, being part of the rendezvous. So if you have a love story or if you have a question uh, about your love life and you want to talk to me, the lines are open, 855-905-8255. If you want to share a love story with me on the rendezvous, call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Athena. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Bonjour, Athena. So, I understand that you just got engaged. Congrats. Tell me how it happened. Thank you. Um, well, it was kind of a surprise. Uh, my boyfriend and I had been talking about it for a while, but you know, I didn't think it was going to happen now because with everything that's happening, you know, both of us don't really have, um, we're both laid off and, and he didn't have money for a ring. And, um, so he actually went, um, when the shelters were trying to clear out, he went and he got a kitten and he proposed to me as a kitten. Oh, how did he do that? Describe slow motion how the cat got into the picture. Oh, so, um, I got home that day from the store and he had a little box and, um, I, he was like, oh, there was a delivery today. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> we weren't expecting anything. And then he got down as if he was going to open it, but he got down on one knee and he opened it up and then he held up the kitten. It's a little black and white kitten. Um, we named it Rory. Oh. And um, he just said, will you, will you raise this cat with me? <laughs> and I was like, wait, what, is this really like you're proposing to me? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I love that. So how did that make you feel? When, what was the feelings in your heart? I, I was so overwhelmed. Um, good. Had... <laughs> good, good. Well, listen, thank you so much for sharing that story, Athena. And the congratulations to both of you. Many years of happiness and have a good night. Thank you so much, Simon. You too. I'm changing gears because I got a very interesting question on my Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio when it comes to having feelings for your best friend and what to do with it. That is coming up next. So I've got this very interesting question on my Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio from Ashley. She says, Simon, I've been in love with my best friend for over a year now and I haven't told her because I have no idea how she feels but throughout this quarantine, she's all I can think about. I'm on the verge of just texting her and telling her but I'm scared. I know you always say who doesn't dare doesn't live but I don't want to lose her as a friend. So what should I do? Should I go for it? Ashley, that's a great question. If you're in love with your best friend and they don't know, should you tell them or not? I'll tell you that next. What would you do if you've been in love with your best friend for a long time, but you haven't told your best friend? But all you're doing right now in quarantining is thinking about your best friend and should, I, should you tell her you love her or should you not? Ashley, you know, is in love with her best friend and she doesn't know if she should go for it or not. Well, here's my advice. During the quarantining time, don't do it. It's just, we all messed up. 
But I say afterwards, uh, I think you should. I think quarantining time, we have to keep everything stable, calm, solid. And so a best friend is very precious, and you said you don't want to lose the best friend she is. So my advice to you is after the quarantine is over, you can say, you know, I have feelings for you, see how she reacts, and go from there. Thanks for the email. You call the next. If you have a question for me, don't hesitate. Call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jill. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So I understand you have a little challenge trying to find the right, the right guy. Yes. I feel like there's all these guys that I go on dates with and I match with on dating apps and we start talking. And I always think it's going to go someplace great or whatever. But what I'm realizing is that most of the time, these guys aren't the ones at all. And finding someone that wants to be in a monogamous, committed, serious relationship is just so difficult. So I guess my question to you is, how do I navigate, you know, this dating world with wanting something that is serious and committed? You know, it's interesting because I hear a lot of that uh, mm -hmm. in this show and, and I understand. My strategy to this is, um, there's, it's not a way, it's, it's a matter of almost uh, luck. Meaning mm -hmm. that uh, there's some dating app that are more serious than others, so that's true. When you pay for them, usually people are more committed to find, you know, exclusive, committed, monogamous relationship. Number one, and you know, there's some apps like Tinder and others that are way more for ooh-la-la. But at the end, Jill, it really comes down to when you first have coffee or tea with somebody or a drink, and then you discover the person. Because there's no secret. There's not a special website. People can lie. So my my gut is, don't lose the faith. Just go on those dates. Uh, and then you will find the right person soon. I think uh, these days the dating apps have created so many options for everybody. Like everybody has so many options that they don't take the time sometimes to dig into it more profoundly and deeper. Uh, mm -hmm. But I don't want you to lose the hope. So, so my take is really take your time, continue to date on the right app, and then once your intuition ring green, then you can find the right person. There's no other way to do it. It's just a matter of, you know, being at the right place with the right person at the right time. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. All right, Jill, thank you so much for calling and good luck to you in your search. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome. Have you ever been in Jill's shoes and kind of look for the right person and you have no luck and then you start losing faith in the search? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever been, like in my last color, Jill's shoes, meaning that you're single, looking to find somebody to be monogamist with, and all you see is maybe wonderful people, but everybody is online dating, and nobody wants to commit to be monogamist. It's like, you know, free-for-all, supermarket, I date you, and I date this one, and I date this one, and you wonder, how am I going to do to find somebody who just want one partner? It's interesting because I've been there too, and I've learned now that there is no magic rule because culturally in America, uh, we have this rule, which is that unless you're exclusive, you can date whoever you want. And how do you get to be exclusive? It's a matter of luck finding the right person who wants the same than you. And for that, I have a little piece of advice that I want to share with you next. Have you ever been in the shoes of my last caller, you know, being single and looking for Mr. Right or Mrs. Right and, you know, everybody wants to date everybody and you wonder what to do to find that very person that would be a great match? I have a piece of advice. Communication. 
conversation, get to know the person. It's interesting, first of all, and two, it's through the conversation that you can really develop a sense of who is the person in front of you. And it's not against you, it's not against the person, but when you go on a first date, instead of being the one who is being asked the questions, be the one to ask the questions. And just go from there. And then you can make friends, you can get to know somebody, but you have this impression that you get to know somebody quick and fast. All you gotta do is ask questions and follow your intuition, okay? And if you still have a doubt, Remember, I'm here and you can call me at 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, just call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Christa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So, I understand you have a little issue, to say the least, between you and your boyfriend's pet. Tell me what's going on. Yeah, so before this all started, I mean, we'd only been going out for about three months. But his apartment's really nice, and it just, I don't know, we were getting along really well, so I felt like, okay, let's quarantine together. And then I hadn't really spent a lot of time in his place, um, but he's got this cat, and I'm so allergic, and I'm just, the cat's super cute, but I'm just, it's awful. Like, my I can't breathe. My eyes are watery all the time. Like, it's just killing me, and he's. He says, um, oh, you can get medication for it, and here's the Claritin. And I'm like, that's not working. So <laughs> I don't know what to do. I think I have to, like, not quarantine. But that means I won't see any people. <laughs> do you have an option to go back to your own place? Yeah, I can go back to my place. My stuff is there. But um, our relationship, I don't, like, I I feel like, like, once I'm gone, I'm gone. Like, that's it, you know? It's not like we're going to be going back and forth. I, it's, it's kind of a pain in the neck to get there, too. So I don't know. How far are you from each other? It takes about an hour drive to get there. That's all? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You're not so into that guy, I can tell, because I would drive five hours to see a girl I like. Uh, well, listen, what's your intuition? How about this? Krista, what is your intuition telling you? Stay where you are and deal with that allergy or just go home and deal with the guy later? I don't know. I'm just, I, I, I don't know. I'm so sniffly all the time. I just kind of want to go. Yeah, I think you go home, girl. No okay. regret. Yeah, go home and then, I, you know, I don't think you're going to date this guy again. So I think it was a nice thing, but I think you've had enough. All yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Krista. Good luck. Pack and go. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Good night, Krista. Okay, I'm changing gears and I'm going to answer a Facebook message I just got from somebody who's engaged but is confused about her ex. That is coming up next. So this is an interesting question I got on Facebook at the Rendezvous Show from Magda. She goes, Simon, I'm engaged and my ex who broke my heart just reached out to me to tell me that he realizes that he still loves me and he still wants to be with me now. And I'm so confused because I love my fiancé, but all my feelings for my ex have come back. Should I talk to my fiancé about it or not say a word? That's a good question. If you have feelings for your ex, should you tell your fiancé or not? We'll talk about that next. What would you do if you were engaged and then out of the blue, your ex who broke your heart reaches out to you 
and say he's so sorry because he misses you, wants to be with you, and now you know you don't know what to do. Should you tell your fiancé that your ex texted you and want to come back with you, or should you keep all that for yourself and decide on your own what's best for you? Well, here's my advice, Magda. Before you decide anything, don't tell your fiancé, go see a therapist. And then once you have clarity in your heart, clarity in your mind, and you know what's best for you, you can either break up with your fiancé and go back with your ex, or you can tell your ex to never reach out to you again, and then move on and have a wonderful life with your fiancé. But I don't want you to intoxicate the heart and the mind of your fiancé, who has nothing to do with this. It is your problem, and you need a good shrink to help you solve it before you take any decision, okay? Be strong and do the work first. You calls are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Alison. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So, I understand there's a little romantic issue between you and your boyfriend. What's going on? Yes, so me and him have been together for about two years now. And I don't know what it is, but it's just, I'm not getting any ooh or any, like, close connection from him. And okay. I don't know what to do about it. Okay. How long has this been going on, this no romance together? Our entire time, our entire relationship. You've never had ooh No. How long have you been with him? Almost two years. So, for two years, you have not been intimate? No ooh-la-la? But why would you want to stay with a man who doesn't want to be with you? I didn't take it as he didn't want to be with me. You guys are exclusive, right? Yes, definitely, yes. We do everything together. We go around, you know, family gatherings. We do everything together. But every time it comes to that, he's very, like, shy or standoffish about it. I understand, but I mean, I'm asking you again. Why would you want to stay with somebody who doesn't want to be romantic with you? That makes a lot of sense. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you know, when you love, you make love. Yes. It, it's, it's, it's normal. It's just, so I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm, I mean, if you could say, Simon, I'm totally happy, but I can tell that you missed the intimacy, the connection, mm-hmm. the chemistry. You know, we are made to make love to the one we love. Right. That's so right. So it's up to you. I don't want to tell you to, to, to dump him, but I want you to reflect. What am I doing with a man who doesn't want the woman I am? He wants a friend. I get it. It's the best friend. It's wonderful. But you also, you know, human being with desire, with the need of chemistry, of cuddling, of many things, including yes. making love. Yes, that is so true. You're right. So reflect on that. Follow your intuition. But you've got to do what's good for you. You know, number one, do what's good for you. I'm definitely going to do that. Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome, Alison. Good luck to you and have a good night. You too. Good night. To finish, I want to ask you this very personal question. Do you feel like you still need closure from a past relationship? I'll explain. Let's talk about it next. So my question for you is, do you feel like you still need closure from a past relationship? The reason I ask you this is because I spoke earlier to a caller... Uh, who said, you know, without closure, she can't really move on. And so I posted that question on my social media, at Ronnie Radio, and here are the results of your votes. 69% of you said, no, I don't feel like I need closure from any past relationship. But look, 31% of you said, yes, I do. I feel like I still need closure from a past relationship. 
And that is important to do. Because to find peace and move on, things have to be close. It's like bury the past to kiss the future. And that is my last advice for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to all the essential workers out there. I'm thinking about you. Thank you so much and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.